Today is Silent Tuesday. Tuesday is an in-between day in Holy Week. It's in between the celebration of the triumphal entry and the trauma of the crucifixion. It's in between the praise of the multitudes and the betrayal of the disciples. It's in between the cleansing of the temple by Jesus and by his washing those same disciples' feet. Uh, Tuesday's an in-between day in Holy Week. The crowds are silent. Crowds are silent, but Jesus' enemies are not. They try to corner Jesus with questions, questions that are really accusations. And so Jesus answers their questions, but his answers show their questions for what they really are. So this evening, so this evening, I, I want us to hear those questions from the Pharisees again. I want us to hear what Jesus says to them. I want us to hear what he is saying to us. And then give us room to respond to him. So here's what I'm going to do. I'll read some, read some words from the Tuesday of Holy Week. They're recorded in Mark 6, or excuse me, Mark 12 and 13. You can read them later. I don't think you can see them now. Mark 12 and 13. And then we'll take some time after each of the readings for you to respond to what Jesus is saying to you this evening. Let's pray. Jesus, we all know, we know all about the noise. We know all about the crowd. We know all about their responses to you. What we don't know is what our response to you will be today. And so I pray that you'd help us hear you and help us respond to you. in a way that is unmistakably graced by your spirit. And I pray too that you would be, you would make your presence known to Dr. Lewis and to his family and to the members of the NBC community. Uh, all of us are saying goodbye to Ruth. We pray that you would make that so too. In Jesus' name, amen. First reading of the scripture. He then began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a watchtower around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And then he sent another servant to them. 
They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they killed. He sent many others. Some of them they beat, others they killed. The owner had one left to send, a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, they will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. Haven't you read this scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Pharisees then looked for a way to arrest him because he knew they knew he had spoken the parable against them. But they were afraid of the crowd, and so they left him and went away. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one, and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus said, when Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. While Jesus was teaching in the temple courts, he asked, How is it that the teachers of the law say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, speaking by the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? The large crowd listened to him with delight. As he taught, Jesus said, watch out for the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and be greeted in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. Such men will be punished most severely. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put 
He watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts. But a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has put more into the treasury than all of the others together. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, put in all she had to live on. As he was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, tell us, when will these things happen? And, and what will be the sign, the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? So Jesus said to them, watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. So you must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must, be, must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows about that day or hour not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. So be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come, 
It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch. Because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone. Keep watch. Tuesday is an in-between day in Holy Week. It's in between the celebration of the triumphal entry and the trauma of the crucifixion. It's in between the praise of the multitude and the betrayal by the disciples. It's in between the cleansing of the temple and the washing of the disciples' feet. Tuesday's an in-between day. The crowds were silent, but Jesus' enemies were not. They tried to corner Jesus with questions that were really accusations. So Jesus answered them, but his answers showed their questions for what they are, what they were. So this evening, I wanted us to hear their questions again. I wanted us to hear what Jesus said to them. I wanted us to hear what he's saying to us and give us a chance to respond. Go in his peace.